Banking Workers at Eskom's Midubi Power Plant in the Palale Limpopo. He'd been taken in for questioning by police, have been released. They were allegedly among the striking workers who were intimidating their non-striking colleagues. The workers earlier blockaded roads in the area. Thousands of workers are demanding to be paid 10,000 rand bonuses for the completion of Unit 6 of the station. The strike started more than four weeks ago and police are monitoring the situation. For more on this, so we on the line to Numsa's Deputy General Secretary, Carl Clute. A very good afternoon to you, Mr. Clute, and thank you very much for speaking to us. Good afternoon and good afternoon to your listeners. Let's first start with uh, whether or not you do confirm that these were your members that were taken in for questioning and if they have indeed been released. Well, the information at our disposal in the Johannesburg NUMSA head office is that NUMSA members yesterday went to report for work. Um, They traveled in a motor cavalcade together to the site, and uh, police intervened apparently on the basis that they were slowing down traffic uh, and got a number of them got arrested. Um, In the process, uh, other members uh, went to the police station to demand uh, their release, and the information that we had uh, earlier this afternoon was that uh, indeed those arrested uh, were released by the SAPS. Let's talk about the situation at uh, the power plant itself. There have been people who've uh, reportedly said that what is going on there is not an ordinary industrial matter, that in fact there's a reign of terror, violence and intimidation that has occurred over the past three weeks. Your response to that? Well, what we would want to put in the public domain is that the memorandum of grievances uh, given to ESCOM and contracted four weeks ago contained very legitimate uh, complaints of workers um, from issues of racial discrimination with respect to housing and hostels, with respect to the completion bonus, uh, with respect to living out allowance, with respect to uh, the need to follow retention procedures, are all things that are not uncommon in the labor arena. But secondly, we think that uh, now is the time, instead of blaming NUMSA or its members, for a very detailed commission of inquiry. We think that there are very unsavory things that ought to be investigated. It is uh, very troublesome that you have Uh, an appointed uh, project manager um, to ensure that uh, all contractors uh, uh, do things in ensuring that ESCOM delivers on that project. And uh, uh, we think that uh, the time has arrived for a much detailed, rather than mudslinging exercise, a detailed commission of what exactly Mm -hmm. is happening so that we may deal with it um, Cusilia uh, is, is the other project that needs to come upstream. Mr. Clutie, that, that is a fair point. Mr. Clutie, fair point and it's taken. But I'd like you to respond to the allegations that there have been workers who've been beaten up, buses that have been torched, and this action has been primarily at the behest of those who are on strike to force those who wanted to go to work to not go to work, and uh, the allegations have been pointed in your direction. 
Well, if, if those are the allegations, certainly you're telling us that NOMSA would have to take responsibility for something that we have not instigated, for something that we do not even know the extent to which uh, it is happening, if it is happening. Um, we've always maintained that uh, any worker, when exercising the right to strike, must do so within the confines of the law. And therefore, it would be irresponsible for any NUMSA leader uh, to speak good about uh, um, injuries visited upon any other worker. Uh, what is the state, current state of the dispute from where you stand? Are you making headway with regards to the six core demands which you mentioned? And do you believe that the end of the strike may be in the offing? Well, we have indicated to both ESCOM and contractors on site that NUMSA and its leadership stand at a ready to talk about how do we resolve those issues that workers have suffered. We've gone to the point of saying workers should be allowed to return to continue with their daily work so that the representatives of the different unions, including NUMSA, be afforded an opportunity to find a resolution through engagement with ESCOM and the management. And as I speak to you now, we are awaiting a feedback to hear when can we talk. Okay. We don't think it's in the interest not to talk. The sooner we talk, the better we resolve the issues. Thank you very much for your time. Colt Lutey is the Deputy General Secretary of NUMSA. And Kulu Pasiwe is the spokesperson of ESCOM. He joins us right now. Mr. Pasiwe, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon for me and to our listeners as well. I mean, I, I, as you heard, Tepiso asking that question, really uh, directing it to Carl uh, Clute, asking really if, if, if this has been described now not only as industrial action, but it's something else. From the uh, from your point of view as, as the employer, what are you seeing? How can you describe the situation on the ground? Is it still an industrial action or is it something else? Well, um, from, from our side, um, hopefully it is still uh, an industrial action. Um, but uh, what we have uh, seen over the last few days and, and weeks is that uh, there are some people who are not part of this uh, industrial action or stay away um, who wanted to, to come to work, like today, for example. This morning, the police had to be called in to quell the situation because people who wanted to go to work were fourth of the buses, and as a result, uh, um, some obviously did not have to go there because they were fearing for their lives. Currently, as I speak to you, we have just over 2,400 people who are on site, and uh, our concern for them is that they have to go back to the places where um, the disruptions were happening this morning, and we are hoping that nothing sinister will happen to them when they return to, to work. And, and who are these people and uh, their level of... Uh uh, of expertise as they work there? Is, is it just, uh, you know, people at, at the lower end or is it people at the higher end, technicians and so on? Well, um, some of them, it's it, a combination, but the majority of people who are not part of the industrial action would be the, the so-called white-collar uh, um, um, sort of workers. But we also have uh, um, some others who are the so-called blue-collar workers who are on site. Um, last week, uh, just to give you a context on this, Bonnie, uh, last week we had just less than, uh, um, on a regular basis, less than 1,200 people on site. 
Today, there was uh, a slight improvement, as I say, we have, we have uh, 2,400, but uh, the number could have gone up if uh, people were not being intimidated. So, which is why, from our side, we are saying um, we are willing to, to allow everyone to, to come back to work because it is in our, in our interest, and I'm happy to hear Linfa um, saying that also from their side, it is in their interest to have everyone returning back to work. But... Um, we are wondering as to if Nomsa is not uh, stopping these people, who then is stopping them? Because there's a court in that which was uh, um, granted to the uh, contractors uh, basically forcing everyone who is uh, participating in this industrial action or the stay away to come back to work. The last date for them to come back to work is mm. 25th of April. So in other words, Today, we were expecting everyone to be on site, but uh, obviously we don't have the number. But Kulu, at the heart of it really would be the issue of bonuses that were to be paid out when, uh, you know, workers reached a certain milestone in the construction of uh, this power station. Who is supposed to be paying out those bonuses to workers? Is it yourself as uh, ESCOM or is it uh, contractors? And have you as ESCOM paid out those bonuses to the contractors then? You know, Tony, when this uh, allegation started uh, uh, erupting about uh, some people having re- received these bonuses, uh, ESCOM did uh, meet with the contractors to find whether this matter was uh, true or not. Mm-hmm. The, the contractors said to ESCOM at the time that uh, they, they, they did not know where this thing was coming from and none of the senior management had received those uh, so-called completion bonuses. But in good spirit, and ESCOM and the contractors went to the, uh, the unions and said to them that um, there's going to be some kind of an internal investigation of sorts from the, uh, the contractor side. Basically for them to go back and check everything to make sure that the information, the preliminary information that we had given ESCOM was correct. Okay. So the last date for, for them to come back was yesterday, the 27th. So in other words, we are, we are expecting a report from the contractors to say to us whether they have found out whether this uh, um, um, bonuses were paid or not. All but right. the preliminary information we have is that none of the executives of those companies have received any of this bonus. Kulupasio, thank you very much. Spokesperson at ESCOM. Rob, how are we looking? Traffic on SAFM. Well, there was a bus fire on the uh, Mike 1 coming south near uh, Kalani, uh, down by Houghton Drive exit. The uh, scene is being cleared up. There is a backlog from Greyston Drive on the Mike 1 south, heading down towards uh, that Houghton Drive exit, but uh, should get a move on from here. Uh, just looking at the Mike 1 north, it's quite heavy from Parktown all the way through towards Santon as well. So it uh, looks like a sort of mirror image on both the Mike 1 and uh, Mike 1 south through that uh, area this afternoon. Lights are out. Malabongwe president for Shear and a power outage in north riding. It may be related. So coming out of Bramberg, Malabongwe, heavy to President Foshia, and then you've got terrific congestion built up on Vitkoppen and on Malabongwe uh, through that north riding area this afternoon. Uh, crossing to Durban, there's a crash on uh, Tweeney Hill. It's northbound. If you're leaving Toti, driving through to Durban, expect some delays there. Uh, Cape Town, an earlier crash on the N2 outbound just after Borchard's Quarry is the reason that you're stuck in a queue moving out past the airport towards Kailicha and towards the R300 and heavy backlogs on Nelson Mandela Drive, leaving the CBD all jammed up uh, through Hospital Bend down to about the M5 interchange before you're on the move. Rob Byrne, PM Live, Traffic Watch. Interface is an SABC News Current Affairs program broadcasting every Sunday evening on SABC2. Tembisa